Hello, folks. It is the Knickknack Podcast, Season 8, Episode 25. And I'm calling this one that PR thingy, uh, because I find myself needing to deal with PR issues once again. And I will uh, go into detail about what my dilemmas are, um, especially since I'm very public about what my dilemmas are, at least on the internet, and uh, how different my internet life is uh, in different venues versus my real life, which is really, really different. Uh, So I'll go into that, talk a little bit about that, probably uh, touch on a few aviation topics, I imagine, um, and anything else that strikes my fancy, as typically happens in an unscripted but beautifully produced episode of the Knickknack Podcast. I'll be right back. So I've been podcasting since 2006, um, and I think it started, podcasting started around 2005 or 2004, somewhere in that vicinity. So, uh, I was, I wouldn't say I was a pioneer, but I jumped on the bandwagon when it was still relatively new. Uh, when Lipson was still the, um, oh, the Donkey Kong, the Nintendo of the industry. Um, and of course everything was being fed by Apple, uh, because people heard the term podcast and they thought, oh, well you need an iPod to listen to a podcast. And no, in fact you don't. Um, and I think to this day that's still kind of a, a barrier to entry for many listeners, uh, they hear podcast and they think, oh, I'm going to need an Apple. Uh, though the iPod, strangely enough, not as popular these days. In fact, they stopped making the iPod Classic, which is fine with me because who the hell needs an iPod when you have, in my case, uh, an Android tablet that is shitty, a Windows tablet that is slightly less shitty, and... Uh, Three phones. Uh, one is a smartphone that's not connected to any network, uh, but can use Wi-Fi. Uh, another is a phone that I can't afford to keep connected, uh, but it keeps my schedule. And the third phone, uh, yes, I do have three phones. Uh, the third phone is actually uh, connected to a um, uh, lifeline program, California Lifeline program, so I get uh, emergency, like basic phone services through that, um, which is nice, because otherwise I'd run out of minutes, uh, you know, when I charge it, then run out of minutes uh, on my plan, and I couldn't call anybody. All I could call was 911, and really, there's uh, plenty of occasions when you need some, uh, you need to have a phone available to you. So uh, I can't emphasize the importance of the California Lifeline plan and uh, how that has helped me uh, just in the six months 
past six months. And, of course, I really can't overemphasize uh, while I'm at it the the good things that the um, uh, Supplemental Security Disability Income, SSI, SSDI, actually, uh, plays an important role. Um, Because, quite honestly, without that, um, I don't know if I would uh, have a home, uh, be eating, uh, be able to do any of the nice things that I'm doing right now. Um, you know, and I will grant you, I make some poor choices sometimes, and they're well documented on this podcast. Uh, but a lot of the challenges I face are as a result of uh, the bipolar condition, or at least extremely magnified by the bipolar uh, condition and anxiety and post-traumatic stress and all that happy crap that I've been dealing with since I was uh, diagnosed with cancer at two and a half. So, I don't know. For me, yes, I'm a very intelligent person. Obviously, you can hear that. Uh, But due to the challenges that I've been faced with, um, you know, I can sit here and have a great conversation, a one-sided conversation, uh, that sounds decent, uh, makes me sound articulate or something, uh, talking to the wall and have it go pretty well. You know, I think I do pretty well with these podcasts, uh, kind of this one-sided broadcast thing where you're not interacting with anybody, you're just one-sided, uh, I think I can do that well, um, but obviously, though I've tried, not well enough for anybody to pay me, uh, and that sucks, um, and, you know, I go back to saying, you know, I've been doing this for almost nine years now, uh, over 45,000 downloads, uh, you know, and I jumped on the bad bang bandwagon early, uh, I'd say, I know what I'm doing, uh, there's many times when I, uh, know I could be doing something better, and elect not to do it, but, you know, I know what I'm doing, I have this skill, and it doesn't happen to pay, and I'm in this position where, um, really, I mean, if it comes right down to it, uh, you take away a computer, uh, and I know that no longer have the ability to communicate other than just talking to people, straight up talking to people. Uh, no way to create any sort of work. Uh, my handwriting's illegible, um, and that's due to the side effects of the chemo, and it's been that way for a long, long time. Uh, I, I'm, you know, the side effects of the chemo have created, uh, huge issues with fine and gross motor coordination, um, such that, you know, I can't really do, uh, manual labor, uh, and I have scoliosis, so it gets painful anyway, um, so these all, there's all these limits, um, my little broken, screwed up body, uh, has placed upon me, and that effectively means that I... I am most adapted to doing what I'm doing right now, 
which is doing uh, verbal work. In other words, work that's done through talking and conversation uh, in a one-on-one environment or a solo environment, even. Uh, and that's the best work environment for me. Um, customer service, uh, my anxiety gets triggered, uh, a bunch of bad shit happens, and I invariably have a meltdown. Uh, About six months in, uh, I can stand it for about six months, and then break downtown. Uh, And break downtown is not a fun place to go. So, uh, bright side, I've learned my limits, but, um, so here I am. Uh, You know, I know... I've lived long enough, I've tried uh, different things long enough to know what my skill set is. Um, and now the issue, uh, now the thing is, I, I guess, figuring out how to sell it. How to take this skill set that I have and make it worth money. Or, more accurately, screw money, make it valuable to someone. Uh, make it valuable enough to someone to say... Well, you know what? You did something that made my day work well. Here's a couple bucks. Or, here, have a snack. Have a cookie. Uh, You did a great job today. Have a cookie. Um, It's just that simple sort of thing uh, is really where it starts. Um, And hopefully from there, people say, uh, go from, here, have a cookie, to, wow, it was great listening to you talk. I love your insight. You have some great ideas. I'm going to go home and think about them. And here's $30. Uh, you know, that's kind of... Uh, you know, a public. I'm a public speaker without the actual ability to speak in public. <laughs> that's what it is, really. Uh, because I'm only comfortable inside the confines of my little studio apartment. And uh, take me much out of that groups bigger than three people, and I, you know, the anxiety gets me again. But this environment, perfect. Absolutely perfect. I can say whatever I want to say and not be worried about the results. I can just talk until the time time runs out and not be too worried about it. And that's uh, very liberating. Um, of course, I would be stupid if I didn't realize that there were consequences to uh, being as open uh, as I am on the podcast. Um, It has angered people that I've known personally, and justifiably so, I think. Uh, And it has probably uh, painted me in a light that is not uh, great in a professional sense. Uh, for trying to do other work. Um, And that's really where I'm starting to struggle because uh, this podcast, in its openness, in the way I've defined it over the past eight, almost nine years, uh, is a unique medium for me, between me and uh, whoever wants to listen. Uh, It's a very unique thing. It's something that I, only I do, uh, I don't think anybody else could do my podcast. I don't think anybody else uh, would try to do my podcast, because who would want to, really? But, I mean, it's a unique product. Um, and it's a unique p- 
product that's dependent upon me being open with the audience. Uh, I find that when I'm not open with the audience, not only do I feel like I've made a crappy podcast, but also the numbers drop, uh, and I'm averaging about 30 downloads per episode right now, which uh, I'd like more. You know, I'd like 100, 150, 200, something like that, which I think is about the average for podcasts. But, you know, it's a non-zero number. I'll take it. Um, But, you know, being that open and honest about it is part of the product. Uh, So if I'm not, if I come on here and I, you know, go on one of my rants and then suddenly stop being open and honest, then the product has been compromised. It's no longer the same product anymore. Now, I've kind of evolved over the years uh, how much I share and the way in which I share it, uh, and it still is essentially the same product. Um, But there's this dilemma I run into with, okay, here's my best product. This is my best product. This is the best thing I can possibly produce with my skill set right now. This is it. This is as good it gets as it gets. Um, and in order to demonstrate my capabilities to someone, I have I really it comes down to saying, well, I've made a few videos on YouTube. Uh, I've done a couple live streams, several live streams now. Uh, I give them links to those. I give them links to my game portfolio, maybe not so much anymore, uh, but mainly it's links to uh, podcasts, uh, to audio files, uh, because that's what I can do. Uh, that's my thing. So, in essence, my podcast becomes the product that I'm using to sell myself. And this causes a problem, because the very integrity of this product uh, can put uh, the, my personal image, my, rather, my professional image in jeopardy. Uh, you know, somebody tunes in, tunes in and hears me bashing on, I don't know, whatever I happen to be bashing on, let's say, corporations screwing up the government, let's just, you know, as an example, and that's something I'll I bash on a lot, so, uh, you know, let's take that, and, you know, somebody from, uh, you know, Target that's look looking to hire me, whatever, uh, they hear that I hate corporations, and suddenly they move on, uh, but, you know, they, they're doing that not because they're looking up my background information or want to know particulars, well, they probably do, but, uh, they're trying to evaluate my audio product, and in the course of doing that, they're going to hear things that they don't necessarily want to hear. Um, you know, I, I've emphasized time and again, this is not a family-friendly podcast, and I, for that matter, am not a family-friendly person when I am being myself. And the only time, really, I'm being myself is on the podcast. Um, so you get the sense of my dilemma. I I have this medium where I feel like I'm good. I have the capability to truly be myself and truly excel. And uh, that having that thing be out in public 
having that thing be my portfolio uh, is kind of a double-edged sword because one, I mean, this is what I do and this is awesome. This is wonderful. I love it. Uh, but, of course, on the flip side, you know, this is all people have to judge me on. That's it. Um, you know, most of my uh, stories that I've created, it's all audio, it's all uh, related to the podcast. Um, it's all very similar stuff, me talking to a microphone and various visual elements sometimes added onto that. Um, so here I am, uh, you know, with the constant dilemma, well, do I continue to try and get jobs, which is what I was trying to do earlier this week, and risk uh, putting up my personal audio, and people are going to probably find it anyway, uh, or do I try and disguise it? Do I try and change my product just so I look good to potential employers? And I don't know. I'd, I'd have to say, you know what? Given the circumstances, given where you are, what you're doing, what the challenges are that you face, you're probably doing the right thing for yourself. You're being honest with the podcast. You're creating a good product. You're not making money from it. But... Um, you're not doing nothing. You're not, you know, just sitting on your duckisk, uh, you know, getting money for disability and doing nothing with it. Um, you know, I'm getting benefits for a reason. I think the reason is valid. Uh, the people that are giving me benefits, uh, have put me through a shitload of hoops, um, such that they think it's valid. And that's the way it goes. And by the way, I think I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Um, if you think that it takes less work to get a job and keep the job, uh, even if it's a minimum wage job, than it does to get benefits uh, off of government problems, let, programs, let me tell you, you better think again, because the, the amount of hoops you have to jump for jump through uh, to get uh, social aid uh, is equal or greater than the amount of effort you have to put in to get a job. It's the same, it's a very similar cumbersome process, it's just different in a few ways. Uh, it's not like, uh, you know... You go in there and, you know, to a disability interview or uh, evaluation and people say, oh, there's a spot on your tie. You can't possibly be disabled that there's a spot on your tie. It doesn't really work like that. Uh, whereas a job interview, somebody might see a spot on your tie and think, oh, he's unkempt. I can't hire him. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, the conditions are a bit different, but it takes an equal or greater amount of effort. Um, so I really wish conservatives would kind of open their mind and listen. And yes, there are abusers. Uh, I don't think I'm one. But uh, I think I'm doing the best thing I could possibly do for what I know right now. And I'm, I'm really trying. I'm trying very hard. I've had a couple of rough weeks, to be honest. I'm in that state where... Uh, it's very difficult to get out of bed, to stay awake, uh, to even get to uh, the computer and to do 
uh, any measurable amount of work. Uh, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, the odd job search, uh, looking for jobs that are uh, relevant for my skill set and uh, for the limitations of my disability. Uh, or, you know, if it's just even trying to, uh, you know, load up flight sim and, and tool around with a 172, uh, you know, even trying to do that, getting out of bed to do that is very difficult right now. Um, deep depression, changing meds, it's uh, all sorts of not fun. Um, so, I mean, I'm glad, if nothing else, I'm appreciative for what I have, number one. And number two, um, I'm very glad that I have this thing that is uh, true to myself. And I'm, I really hope that um, the honesty that I express here is taken as what it is, as a personal honesty, a personal thing, um, and isn't judged uh, as a reflection of who I would be professionally, because obviously, um, if I'm having a conversation with you personally, you're my friend, I'm going to tell you a bunch of things, a bunch of things that I would never tell my boss, Uh, you know, unless I, you know, in most circumstances, you wouldn't tell your boss uh, how hard you found it getting up this morning, you wouldn't tell your boss that, um, Whereas I would tell a friend a lot of details about that. And because I do what I do, suddenly uh, potential employers hear conversations from me that they would normally not hear. And this is happening to everybody. I mean, everybody on the internet. Uh, It seems like Google and Facebook and Microsoft and... Yahoo and Amazon um, are in the... Well, I know they're in the information, uh, their data collection and uh, uh, sale business. So, in other words, they give you free products, uh, and in exchange, you allow them to collect data. They then sell that data to advertisers, so the advertisers can target you specifically. That's the way... The internet economy works, in case nobody's been paying attention. Uh, So, uh, we're giving them all this data. We're giving a large part of the world all this data. And, you know, it's great when you you have a podcast and you can connect with somebody halfway around the world uh, that's maybe struggling with the same problems that you're having and listening to your podcast made them feel better. That's awesome. Uh, but the same audio file can be downloaded by, uh, you know, the person that just got my app, job application and say, oh, God, we don't want to hire this person. Their views do not, uh, you know, uh, do not c- agree with the company values. We can't deal with this person. You know, it's the same media. Um, but it's a matter of who's downloading it and who's accessing it. And, you know, you can, you can select the public, private, uh, you know, you can try any filtering mechanisms, mechanism you want, 
when you post something online. But ultimately, um, if something is posted on the internet um, to be downloaded or bought or sold or whatever, if something is on the internet, it's public. That's the way it is. Uh, It doesn't matter if it's a song, it's an audio file, piece of art, a picture, what have you. If it's on the internet, people can get at it. And I guess, you know, I guess that behooves us as people that use the the internet to really stop and think, okay, do I want to put this on the open internet? You know, do I want to put a naked picture of myself on the internet? No, probably a bad idea. Let's not do that. Um, you know, it, it's, it behooves us as internet users uh, to think about that a little bit. But, at the same time, I think, user to user, um, you kind of have to understand that people have a personal uh, portfolio, a personal uh, way in which they connect to people, and they have a professional way in which they connect to people. And for me, it's complicated because they're both, they both intertwine. It's very complicated. Um, and I try to control it very well. I don't uh, post a lot of pictures online. Uh, I just have generally one picture in huge circulation, and it's a, a very old picture, and I think I look pretty different these days. I don't know, but... Um, you know, there's only one picture I want circulating out there. As far as I know, that's the only picture circulating out there. Um, you know, I've used uh, most of my names online, but I try and limit it to, uh, you know, kind of one name combo uh, for one market, one name combo for the other market, uh, you know, one alias for this one alias for that, that sort of thing. Um, and it's not, it's not like I'm doing shady business on the internet or anything. It's just that, you know, different uh, screen names, different handles are used for different purposes. And, uh, you know, you don't necessarily want people to say, oh, here's Nicholas Jackson, here's all his pertinent details, here's. Uh, what email address he uses, here's where he lives, here's what he had for breakfast yesterday. You know, you don't want it to be just one source, one data source, and have it accessible across all fields. Um, I think it's helpful to kind of use different usernames and vary things a little bit across your internet world, Um, you know, and post different things in different places, you know. If you're going to post in LinkedIn, you know, make make the link uh, relevant to your professional side. Facebook, yeah, personal side, you know, don't worry about it uh, as much. Twitter, yeah, Twitter's more public. Anybody can follow you. So if you post it on Twitter, give it a little bit more thought. Um, and I don't know the answer ultimately to this. And I think this is a question that my generation as a whole is going to have to address, and uh, I know it's a particular problem for me. Um, I really hope it doesn't uh, isn't creating an issue, but somehow I suspect it is, um, and I'm not sure how to overcome it. Um, and really, at this point, um, 
given my day-to-day challenges right now. Um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna if I'm gonna overcome anything. Um, it's been really tough right now. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. And uh, you know, like as I mentioned in previous episodes, uh, you know, I know. I know smoking is not a good thing for you. I'm fully aware. I paid attention in junior high health class, and I paid a little bit of attention in high school health class, so I know the risks. And I'm intentionally continuing to do it on purpose. And conservatives, you can yell about that, because, yeah, that's a bad use of money. I will agree with you on that count. However... Uh, going back to the conservative argument, if you'd rather have somebody die than leech off society, then, well, I'm working on it. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really deliberately taking steps to extend my life because, at this point, I don't see, I can't see the potential betterment of it. Um, all I'm seeing right now is the struggles, and, uh, you know, to the world's credit right now, um, some of the struggles have gotten better. Uh, you know, I made some small progress, but, um, I don't know. I guess if you continually look at the gap between where you want to be and where you are right now, you'll get depressed. Uh, But I suppose if you look back uh, at the gap between where you are right now and where you were, then you might feel a little bit better. And, you know, the truth is somewhere in between, um, you know, being realistic about it. But right now, um, things are pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. But, positive thing, uh, the podcast is one of my main coping skills, and I think it's a great one. Um, and, you know, maybe this is helpful, uh, to somebody else, maybe, uh, even educational to somebody else out there. So, uh, I do it for myself and for you. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, if you would like to donate, you can, uh, November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo, dot lipson dot com l i b s y n dot charlie oscar mike is the website there's a paypal button there you can donate um let's see what else can you do on the website you can uh click on audio for sale and that'll take you to my Bandcamp website where you can buy various bits of audio that i made songs stories all that sort of good stuff uh, you can also get to my Facebook page, not my personal page, but uh, kind of the uh, promotional page that I use from uh, the podcast page there. You can also get to Twitter um, and LinkedIn. So all those options are available to me, to you. You can also send me an email N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com November Indio Charlie November Alpha Charlie Juliet Alpha Kilo at gmail.com And you can also leave a speak pipe message. I believe it's limited to one minute. But hey, if you want to send me an audio comment, please do. Don't be a dick. 
but please send a comment. I welcome them. Uh, you can do that on the podcast page, page knickknackjack.lipson.com, November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo, Dot Lima Indio Bravo, Sierra Yankee November, Dot Charlie Oscar Mike. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy road running, happy landings. Bye.